okay, you're coming out of your comfort zone from holding on to this mm-hmm. and feeling shameful about it. And then you are opening up and letting mm-hmm. somebody else come in. That takes a lot. You're listening to the Ideal Balance Podcast. I'm Shayna. And I'm Vanessa. We're bringing you coaching, strategies, and real talk on everything fitness, family, and finance. Yeah, we are. Let's do this. Hello. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. It's Monday. It is Monday. I love I love <laughs> Mondays, and um, we always get to talk to you guys on Mondays, but yes. also we have a lot of, uh, we have a new project manager task list management. I don't even know what it's called. Program system thing. All the thing. But it's it, great. It's really helping us. We're going to make, we're making progress in life mm-hmm. and um, we hope you are too. Probably. Yes. Yeah. Cause on Monday it tells us all the things that we have to do that we've already told it that we want to do. And so we don't have to remember it and keep it on our brain. Right. Nope. It's just there. It's, it's just really there. great. It is there and it is really great. So today we're going to talk to you about why your spouse isn't on board. And particularly for this conversation, we're going to be talking about financial coaching because this is something that we get a lot. Uh, People want to get coaching, but their spouse isn't on board. Mm -hmm. Um, But this really does apply to a lot of the conversations that you have with your spouse when they're not on board with something, right? So if you can use these three um, sort of points Mm -hmm. um, to to tackle anything that your spouse is on board, it'll probably really help you. So when we have somebody who wants to hire us as a financial coach, um, a lot of times, um, if there's something that stops them, which isn't that often, but if there is, it's something called their loving spouse. Mm-hmm. And, and normally, I mean, let's be honest, normally it's the men who are a little more reserved. And so, um, and it's just something that has just come up over and over again. And so we just want to talk about it. Yeah. And we know, um, there's usually three reasons specifically why this happens. And, um, and so we're just going to dive right in. So you can, you know, you know, it's three specific reasons mm-hmm. for the yeah. most part. So the first one is usually money, right? We understand that it's a financial commitment. We get that, but we think of it as an investment. Like when was the last time you invested in your future, in your family's legacy, in something that you guys want? Um, and nobody has ever regretted it, ever. Mm-hmm. No. So it is a financial commitment. Um, so, you know, that's number one, people always, you know, it's always going to be a red flag, which it should be because yeah, we, we get and, it. and we're going to tell you the same thing. You should be intentional about how you spend your money. But, um, a lot of times people are spending money, not investing their money. And while this is not like the absolute truest sense of an investment, like in the stock market, it is an investment in your future, mm-hmm. in your marriage and, um, in your education, like things that you just haven't learned. It is not spending money. In, right. In the same Freely, way. Right. Like think about all the things that you guys may spend money on that doesn't have <clears> Amazon <laughs> just <kidding. laughs> um, that doesn't return into your merit, your relationship or your future or anything like that. So definitely it is uh, an investment, but like Vanessa said, nobody ever regrets it because um, yes, in the beginning, you know, a hundred right, right now, you know, $165 may seem a month may seem like a lot, but uh, in five years yeah. or whatever, when you have zero debt, you're rolling in your savings dough. <laughs> um, you're just, you're being generous. All of the things that can, that will happen after you get your financial house in order, that is going to seem like such a piddly amount. Right. And and when she says five years, it's not like you're working with us for five years, right? So it's like you're working with us. Usually we like to say six months because that is where the habit change happens, mm-hmm. right? And, and I will we'll say we've had clients that have been with us for years, but that is um, a personal choice. And they know that if they don't have us asking the hard questions yeah. and holding them accountable and making their budget, that they're not going to do it. And that's totally fine because they're at a financial position where they can continue to do that. Yeah. 
But like our clients that have worked with us for six months to a year, I mean, we look at how much money they've paid off mm -hmm. versus how much money that they have paid us to show them the plan, teach them all of yep. the things that we know. Um, and it's literally like Shana said, a minute amount. It is. So one example I have of this is I have a client who we started off and, you know, they, they weren't doing too bad. They, luckily they have a good amount of income. So that really can solve a lot of problems. Um, so we got them out of debt and she wanted to, um, get a certification in one of her interests and, um, and she just, she was like, well, I can't afford it. And I was like, no, actually you can, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you have money now you have, yes. you freed up so much money in your budget that this is really kind of, um, um, piddly. Right. right. And so it's the same thing. It's really interesting money. You have money scarcity because mm -hmm. you don't really, you have control of where it's going. You don't feel good about what it's doing, but once you, uh, so that's why $165 a month or whatever could seem like a lot, but it's so fun to watch people go to the other side where no, you actually do have that money. And, and it's actually kind of a non, uh, like a no brainer because it's, it's so, it's such a small amount because you've taken such good care of your money. So it's really interesting to see people go from one extreme right. to the other. And, and like Shana said, they don't know what to do now. Yeah. They, they get to that point. Yeah. And so it's really cool for them to pause and say, Oh, I am the type of person that can now continue to afford coaching mm -hmm. because of where I am. You know, I had a client and we talk about money. Um, I'm reading his text right now and it says, you've helped me pay off over $16,000 in debt in eight months. I cannot thank you enough. Yeah. Right. So yeah. when you ask, people ask us, you know, why, why do you do what you do? This, this is it. Yeah. And so when we talk about the money, we get it, we understand, but the, what you're going to get in the result of, um, for coaching is going to far outweigh what you pay in. Absolutely. And to add to that, we have another review on our Google, you can go read it. And it says it's the best investment they, as a couple they've ever made mm -hmm. in their marriage. And I can absolutely attest to that. That is um, the reason that I do coaching is the, the change it made in my marriage, because once you get your, your, your setting goals together mm -hmm. and you're chasing after them, there's no better team builder no. than that. And so it is one of the best investments you can make. And a lot of couples, when they coach, they say, this is the first time we've ever been on the same page, mm -hmm. right? And so oh, yeah. that is so, it's so cool. And and I had one lady ask me um, a question. Oh, she said, you know, what is the biggest takeaway that people get? And I said, for me, the biggest compliment that we get is I would have never seen it that way. It is, for me, it's not the, the amount of debt, although that's cool. For me, it's not, um, you know, the, the wonderful messages we get. For me, it's, we would have never seen it that way. And that's what I love about our process because mm -hmm. it's very signature and it's very just, uh, mind blowing. I guess you can yeah. say it really is once people do it. So anyways. So, okay. So that's the first one, money. Um, the second reason that people, uh, spouses may not be on board is privacy. And again, this can be either gender, either sex, whatever, but, um, you know, a lot of people are more, um, some people are more closed off than others. Yeah, they're cautious about, yeah. you know, their finances. That's a huge, yeah. when you're, when you start to open up to somebody about your finances, you know, that's, it's just, it's kind it's of almost the worst thing you can right, ever it's have. Hard. It's harder than sex. Talking about money is harder than talking about sex for some, yes. a lot of people. You know, when you, when I start saying, okay, what's in your savings, what's in your bank, you know, what's it's, in your checking. Yeah, it's real. You yeah. can feel the people at the beginning start to like clinch because they don't want to tell you what yeah. they have. But, um, and honestly, sometimes that's also because they haven't been honest with each other, Yes. but that's okay. But the whole process, that's another podcast. Yeah. That's a whole other process. <laughs> Um, but the whole process is totally confidential and no one even needs to know that you're in financial coaching if you don't want them to know. Um, and then like we, we have said, and, and there's been even more studies out lately 
um, the privacy between um, spouses. Uh, a lot of pe people are hiding debts mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So um, that part we can't help. You're going to have to come to terms and uh, get it all out yeah. on the table. But I promise it's going to feel a million times better once you just do it. Like sure. it, it, it's way worse to hide stuff um, and that not gnawing feeling that you might have. Mm -hmm. When people just get it all out on the table and then they don't have anything left to fight about, they can just team up, then it's really great. And we understand, like when you think of a man and his finances, right? That That's very private. It's, I mean, we again, both sexes, it doesn't matter, but we see it a lot more with the men and they're very reserved and very private about the finances. And we completely understand that. But for us, it's so much, it's so funny when the men, the husbands end up texting us like in a couple months, like this is, you, we've got so much money in the bank or we have this and we have that. And so it's just really cool to see them transform over yeah. the, over the process of the coaching. Yeah. So when it comes to privacy, one, it's totally confidential yep. Two, we're totally not judgmental. No. There's not a chance that you are worse than what we've seen. <laughs> it's just not not possible. We could bet on it. Yeah, we really could <laughs> bet on it, except we wouldn't put that in your budget. And third, if there's privacy issues between the spouses, we will coach you. That's what we're here yes. for. We're going to help you. So yeah, we do talk about that. And we get through it all. And we like Shana said, we lay that on the table, and it's it's really, I guess you can even say it's almost like a marriage counseling conversation. Mm -hmm. yeah. That first initial um, yep. one, but but it's so good. It's so yeah, good, it like the really fruit good. of it yeah. after you're done. Well, and because you don't know what you don't know, and both yeah. of you obviously you probably know. Well, don't lie to my spouse. Yeah, that's true. But both of you are going to learn and get come out of this at a whole new in a whole new um, outlook and level. So it's just a learning it's a learning curve, and we're going to help you with that. So there's one more reason uh, that people might not be on board with financial coaching. Yeah, and and that's shame, right? So you know, husbands are the leaders of the household, and they feel that financial burden for their family. Like that's just something that they take on as their burden, and and we understand, and they may feel like sometimes they have failed. So mm -hmm. we we get it. Yeah, and um. But really, we, yeah. So we and we can I can see that I can totally understand why why somebody would feel that way. But really, the opposite is true. Yep. Um, and we actually see you as the hero in your own story, and um, we see you as taking ownership of whatever whatever situation you're in, whatever situation you guys have created, and now you're going to do whatever it takes to change your family tree, mm -hmm. to change your circumstances, to change your future, and that is something to be really proud of. Yeah. You're coming out of your comfort zone from holding on to this mm -hmm. and feeling shameful about it. And then you are opening up and letting mm -hmm. somebody else come in. That takes a lot, mm -hmm. you know? So, uh, we, we commend you for that. And we think that, um, you know, on the other side, there's a huge light and you're going to be really excited about it. Yeah. And I think, so I think it's, it's actually more shameful to not do something about mm -hmm. it. You know, and obviously I can't speak for how your how your or your husband or your wife's spouse, uh, your heart is. But for me, the more that you just hide mm -hmm. or cower away from fixing a situation or making it the best that you can, um, that's, that would make me feel worse than, okay, I'm yes, I have to admit that I don't know what I don't know. Like right. it's, it's most likely that's a good bulk of it. Like none of us really were taught good, sound, personal financial literacy, any of it. And, and not only that, but there's so much, there's so many tools that are out there that even if you have the basics of how to be, ba balance a checkbook, there's so much more. Oh, and yeah. so you, you know, so just don't, you can't be ashamed of what you don't know. That's not fair. And, but you can be ashamed if you don't do what it takes once to, you to, know, yeah, right. to, to make it better. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, I remember Shane and I, we learned this stuff on our own in our twenties by ourselves and it was so much harder. It would have been so much easier to have somebody tell us all step this, by step, yep. right. And so, um, but 
but doing all of this and coming to the point where now we love to be able to coach and teach others how, how to do it. And, and the younger that we can, yeah, we can absolutely. get them they, that we have time on their side. So it's just so nice to be able to be able to do that. Yeah. And um, yeah, you know, husbands are leaders of their house. Sometimes the, the wives are the ones doing the finances, finances. and there can be a lot of shame either way, mm-hmm. but the truth is it is a moment for, um, for absolute growth and mm-hmm. you will be really proud of what you can accomplish if you do it. And you will come closer together through all of this. And I remember we were watching one of Dave Ramsey's FPU videos and the guy said, you know, he pulled up his credit statement and he didn't even know where all those charges came from. And the wife looked over and she said, it was all me. She's, and he had no idea that she had racked mm-hmm. up, you know, tens of thousands of dollars on their credit cards. Yeah. And it was just a really great moment for the two of them to mm-hmm. just embrace each other and just um, start fresh yeah. basically and move yeah. forward. And I have uh, another client where it's kind of the opposite that she does all the finances because of how hard he's working and he he's away from home and all of this stuff. And she, you know, she feels sort of shameful because she, she feels like she probably should be doing a better job. Mm -hmm. Right. But it's so hard. It doesn't matter. Like there's so much going on a lot in a lot of people's, um, in, in their finances and in this world and stuff. So there's no shame. It, it just is a, is an opportunity to learn and grow yep. and no matter who's in charge, no matter what's going on. So. Yeah. And, and then from there you build a legacy, like you build this new legacy, you get to change your family tree mm-hmm. and um, it, it just opens up so many doors. Yep. Well, is there anything that can maybe inspire our people that you want to tell them? Vanessa? Yeah. So there's this uh, great quote from Dave Ramsey, our best friend. He just doesn't know it. It's fine. Close person. <laughs> Marriage is a partnership and couples can't win with money unless they build a budget as a team. Mm-hmm. And this is so true. We have, you can um, do finance as just one person, mm. but that is not a partnership. It's not great. And you're going to, you're going to miss out. So it's not that it can't be done in some some people do it and, and we're not, we're not disagreeing with that, but if you want a partnership that is winning, mm-hmm. you've got to do it together. And it, um, it doesn't, and there's a, that's a whole nother podcast. It doesn't mean you're talking about money constantly. It doesn't mean there's a million meetings. It doesn't mean, and it doesn't mean it money is at the center of your relationship no. either. It just means you're doing your, 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 your casting vision, setting up habits and doing things as a team, not just on one person, but that when that happens, then you're going to win with money. And it's, um, and it's a real reflection of what a real marriage is. So. Yeah. I mean, what if you guys sat down and did uh, a goal casting, right? What are your goals? What are you, what do you want for you and your husband financially? Let's, cause this is a financial podcast. Financially speaking, what do you and your husband want for you, for each other and you, for your family, for the kids, whatever, for, for retirement. And then does your everyday life, does your budget, does your spending reflect that? And if it doesn't, then that's probably a great time <laughs> to sit down and do a budget together. Yeah. So I have a funny story about this. Um, my husband and I have never hired a financial coach, but um, we have been to FPU three times or through FPU three times, which is Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University. But back when a long time ago, I think I bought the book or I don't know, I got the book from somewhere. I don't remember what happened. And... Dave Ramsey's total money maker over mm-hmm. and my husband quote unquote read it. Don't think he did. He handed it back to me and said, we're already doing this <laughs> <laughs> except for the car payment. I was like, are we though? Okay. So that was fine. Some time went by. I started, um, I started kind of walking the journey a little bit on my own. Like, um, I think I had one small credit card and I paid it off and then 
I was budgeting and then I was tithing off of my income. And then, um, and then a few years later, our friends gave us the FPU DVDs. And I think some, you know, between church and every other thing, like some bugs had gotten in my husband's head. Anyway, so we watched that. And then we actually started doing it, it was years <laughs> later. But in the meantime, I had given the book to Vanessa and been like, well, we're done. Apparently we're already doing this. Please see if you want to do it. Here, take this book. And, um, and then, so he was, so my point is with that is he wasn't on board. Yeah. Um, and, and I didn't try to really convince him, but I still try to model behavior and do what I could with what I had. And then, um, and then God worked on his heart. Right. And now we're on the same team. We talk about money every Sunday and we're doing all the things that we're supposed to do. And it's a great partnership. We've, we've achieved a lot of goals together. Um, so just the, the thing I would say is like, be patient. Um, don't try to force something. Don't try to manipulate something. Um, you, but you know, mm -hmm. I do think if you, if you're, if your heart's in the right place, they'll come around probably. Oh yeah, for sure. And, and maybe like for my husband, I think having money was never really like, like he, he never thought it was, it was going to happen, mm -hmm. I guess. And so, you know, when we first got married, we just racked up the credit. We went to rooms to go, racked that up, yep. had a car payment, still had a little bit like 5,000 left for my student loans. And, um, we went to bed, bath and beyond, racked up that card. And, you know, we just, they'll give you a card. For oh my gosh. <laughs> and we were just married and I, you know, we just didn't know. And anyways, when I read the book, we ended up paying things off, but I, I think it was years, even though we were doing the program. And because we were tight for so long, because we had nothing, my husband did not see the results for a while. But then finally, one day I pulled up the bank account because he, you know, he doesn't like apps on his phone, love him, which is fine. So I had, I had the financial, the bank app on my phone. So I just did everything and we talked about it, but visually he just didn't see it. So I finally like pulled up our money market, pulled up what's in our bank account and pulled up everything that's in retirement. And I laid it out for him to see. And he was like, oh, it is working. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you know, but it took a little bit for him to, and, and again, I think having money, that concept for him, it just for wasn't, a lot of people, it just wasn't there. He didn't really think about, you know, that that could happen. And so when we, we paid the house off in 2018 and at that point, um, you know, looking at everything in retirement, it was just, it was kind of an eye opener and it was just really cool to be part of that and watch, yeah. but it didn't, it wouldn't have happened had we not followed the plan. And well, and, and I think that's all. another good point. If your if your spouse isn't on board, you, or even if they're only kind of on board, they got one foot in one foot out, which is a lot of the case. A lot of times they're like, do yeah. whatever. I just don't want to be. Yeah, involved. I'll do it. Just right. tell yeah. me. And a lot of times they'll just yeah. say that. Um, just modeling the right behavior, not being, uh, Dave calls it a chihuahua. Yeah, don't, do be not, pushy. <laughs> don't be pushy. Don't be barking around their heels about everything. Just model the right behavior. Stay the course. Do it. Do with, with a little, what do a little, do, do what you have with a little. And, and then God will work on that. Yeah. Okay. He will. So, um, that was our podcast for today. Yes. We will see you guys, listen to you guys, talk to you guys next we'll week. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Ideal Balance Podcast. Yeah, if you enjoyed this podcast and got something out of it, we'd love to ask you to share it with someone. While you're at it, if you want to leave us a review as well, that would be awesome. And remember, you are filled with power and love, and you guys are built to be strong and energetic. That's right. And don't forget, good things come to those who work hard and are disciplined. Yes. Bye for now.